so that brings me to the next question which is about uh, your mba is an mba necessary to uh, enter such a field it's not clearly but does it help you go up the ladder uh honestly speaking i'm giving you a very honest answer not necessary but that said now the thing is there's a difference between uh, how these investment banks perceive indian schools and american schools and i don't say it's right but that's how it is right now in the in the same internship program that we were in uh, it was mbas from indian schools and it was undergrads from american schools so as you can see there's a little bit of a perception issue which is gradually going out of the window right now for example iits are now um, bachelors from iits are now taking part in these programs so i think that's great i think people are starting to see the value in in the indian courses as well um so to come back to your question mba is not a necessity to get into investment banking like i said there's a huge difference between what you learn on books and yeah. what you learn in the on the job i personally took a total of two finance courses and all other courses of mine were marketing or marketing or strategy and i think i aced at my marketing courses and i got bad grades in my finance courses so i don't know if that's a learning for you but uh, and then i came into my job and i realized that i learned everything from the scratch but then that's for the junior levels i think your mba knowledge can come into use in your later years it's it's about the soft skills that you develop in your mba will come into use when you grow up the ladder um, yeah got in it. your third fourth fifth year and so on so uh yeah i am in my pre final year i have one more year to go and one of the options i am considering is of, of course an mba so first question is uh, why did you do an mba were you like were you just as confused as the rest of us and thought might as well do another degree no absolutely i i absolutely was equally confused and even today if you ask me it's not that i have a 100% uh, surety on what i want to do in the next few years and i think it's okay to be confused uh for me the decision i i don't know if this is an ins- it's definitely one of not one of those inspiring answers where i always knew what i wanted to to do in life i think i took things as i as i went along uh my field of engineering as you know was polymer and chemical while it was extremely interesting but i i think dce and banaras hindu university and one of the iits there were a total of three institutes offering this degree so a masters in this field uh, had a higher opportunity outside of the country okay. and for me it felt like a financial risk to be very honest with you and again uh, maybe if i had known much more about it in the beginning i would have chosen a different field but i did enjoy my engineering but as i went through the course i started realizing that i didn't see too much of an opportunity within india and i found the financial risk a little high so i thought maybe it's time for a switch that's what happened and an mba felt like a very very natural switch for me it 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 opened up the opportunity a bit more than what i had i thought maybe at the end of it i'll come out working for a chemical firm in a marketing in a management or marketing role probably or maybe i will switch to something else but it was just to broaden my path that's okay. how i made my decision i know there are people who go in with a lot more knowledge and who know exactly what they want to do but i think it's okay to be confused i think one of the things i have noticed is the younger people we get on the podcast seem to know what they want to do with their lives or either they're living in an illusion that they actually know what they want to do maybe maybe no but the, but you know what i think uh, there is a generation gap here despite 
I mean, I'm just talking about 15, 10, 12 years of generation gap, but there is, and I think it has got more to do with attitudes as well. So 15 years ago, if I told my dad or like, maybe he would have said yes. If I told my dad that I want to be uh, a dancer mm. uh, for the rest of my life, maybe my middle class values or my dad's middle class values would have come in somewhere in between. And I think it's totally fine because that's how we've grown up. We've seen uh, financial security as being highly important. So uh, that probably would have come in. Today, I think with all these startups, people's attitudes have actually broadened a lot. And I think if you go and tell your dad that you want to leave this and become a rock star, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I don't have any talent in that field. <laughs> <laughs> so, so because of that, I think uh, the, the, the confidence in what you want to do has also grown a lot more. So I think it's I mean, great if you have an exact idea of what you want to do. And, but still, what I suggest is still keep your mind open because maybe you know what you want to do, but after five years of doing it, maybe you realize, oh God, what was I thinking? At that point, you don't want to be stuck. Just be open. Yeah. Uh, so actually, I'll just digress a bit. I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, did you ever consider doing dance full time? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I think I had it at the, I think I did have it at the back of my mind. Um, but honestly, I think uh, when I was learning dance in school, it was my passion, yes. But I don't think it was a hardcore passion. So I thought about dancing as a profession, but I didn't push hard on it. Uh, like I said, my middle class values came somewhere in between. Um, and so was there any age career, barrier or the fact that you started late? Was that a problem? At that point, no. I think I didn't think about it. Um, and funnily enough, now that I kind of think about, oh, I might have gone into this field. Should I do it now? Yes, age barrier does come in a little bit, not because learning is a problem. You can learn at whatever age you want. I think dancing at the end of the day is an aesthetic profession. So while I'm not saying you cannot go into dance at this field, at this age, it's tougher for sure because you, um, because there are a lot of young talent at this age who are already on stage. So you have a lot of catching up to do. So it's not the easiest. Maybe if I try, I can even now. So yeah, so I think the, the, the more I did into, the more I did in dancing, the more uh, interest I had in going into it full time, but that happened over the later Much years. Later. Yeah. And have, but yeah, have... I think, I think the financial security is still, it's, it's, I'm not saying, Dancing does not give you enough money, but I think it's um, it's a lot more volatile. One thing that uh, I've got from talking to you is like, you seem to think about life much more rationally than other people. Uh, than <laughs> people of my age. Like when we think about financial security, we think, okay, anyway, okay, in 10 years, we can do whatever we want right now. Let's, uh, let's follow our passion. And that's totally okay. I, I actually encourage that. I think... Uh, I think it's great if you're a risk taker and if you're 25, whatever, 20, what are you, 22? 21. 21. Okay, great. Super young. So I think great. If you want to take the risk right now, nothing better than that. That's what I was saying. I think attitudes are changing. People accept risk a lot more and I think it's good. Uh, utilize that well. Uh, yeah. So I, I'll just get back to our uh, MBA topic. So... Uh, yeah, you just told me about uh, why you thought of doing an MBA. So another confusion that comes up uh, for me especially is, would you, uh, do you consider doing an MBA in India after working 
uh, for two years, or do you work for four years and then go abroad and do it? What are the India pros versus abroad? Um, I may not be able to tell you too much because I, of course, only have an Indian uh, experience. I can tell you passively what I've heard from my friends. Uh, now, firstly, first question, which is before or after work X. So, of course, as you know, I did mine before work X. Uh, but honestly speaking, uh, over time, I've realized uh, that I would have appreciated my MBA better after work X. I say that because uh, it's one thing to solve, you know, workplace issues on a bookish level. It's one thing to have gone through them, seen the problem and then solve them. And I think uh, I appreciate all those discussions a lot more today after 10 years of work than I did when I joined. Um, so, yeah, I think I, if you ask me, I recommend joining after at least two or three years of work. It's, so that's one. And then in terms of uh, abroad or India, honestly, I was a fan of doing it in India. I tell you why. And it's, 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 um, it's not the most uh, politically correct answer. But I have seen that MBAs abroad are very serious MBAs. The amount of money you put into them, mm-hmm. people really put their uh, great. They put their heart and soul into the MBA, and it's it's truly and truly just about the MBA. In India, I think you also uh, develop a sense of camaraderie, and you have you have the college life environment. And I think I actually enjoyed that mix. I'm not saying that we didn't study hard. We studied like crazy. I have never stretched myself so hard. I never thought I had 21 hours in a day, let's put it that way, sleep for three hours and or maybe not even sleep. I never knew I could do that much. So we really studied hard, worked hard. We worked in a group setting. It was really very well structured. Um, but at the same time, I think we also enjoyed our college life. And I think those friendships are carrying on today. Uh, and I think they help us. So for example, in this pandemic environment, we have a group chat with our IM community. And I see all these people coming through to each other. We have this entrepreneur who runs a firm who has a hotel business across India. I'm not going to name him, but basically, as you can imagine, they've been hard hit. And I see all these other friends of ours coming together and saying, you know what? We have workers in our firms who would rather stay close to the factory. So we're going to put them in your hotel. Mm-hmm. and give you income uh, that's how and that's why i think i preferred my indian mba i have seen alumni networks in american mbas as well but i think not to the same extent okay. i could be wrong i have less experience yeah got it uh, so you're saying that the indian mba gives you a more tight-knit uh, community compared that's to my what you may get yeah uh, so that brings me to Career advice. So, uh, I'm not saying that you're old or anything, but you're still much older than us. Uh, so, <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be entering the job market either this year or uh, maybe within the next two years. And yeah. so will my friends. So, what what advice would you give us? I think uh, I think Indians have this. I'm being partial to Indians. I think Indians have this benefit of being humble or at least trying to be humble. And I think keep that. It's, it's very good to be because it's, it's good to be confident, yes, but at the same time, never think you know everything because you don't. And I think keep yourself open to learning. Uh, always uh, keep your ears open to whatever people are giving you. There's a lot to learn. And 
don't stop that even when you're 10 years into the job there's always something to learn there's always someone who knows more than you so just take it in and use it well that's one thing i want to say and in fact uh, who's uh, i'm sure you've heard this a thousand times stay hungry stay foolish i really like that do that forever and then the other thing is um, i think uh, networking has become highly important these days so when i say networking of course not networking for the sake of networking but like i said build your networks in school as well all the people you know the bridges that you're building will go, go with you for years together but at the same time wherever you go try to know the people try to try to meet them more often learn more often from them because today i think sending a resume through a website means nothing knowing yeah. the pe- person means everything so i think these two things just keep them with you and i think you should be totally fine keep yourself very open minded good to know what you want but if you're being given an opportunity that's different from what you wanted but maybe it's interesting give it a shot keep okay. keep 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 yourself open at least for the first few years and how do you figure out what you want from your career like do you figure <laughs> out or do you just go with the flow i don't know as yet to be honest with you i still don't know i mean if you tell me become a dancer maybe that's the one thing i'll be confident about i still don't know what i want from my career so i think it evolves every year it evolves every minute um as long as you know what you want from the next one or two years to at least have the strategy to work on it i think that's kind of enough as long as you're happy i i honestly don't have the answer to that because i honestly don't know what i want to do 5 years from now okay so again uh, yeah. this is all all based on what uh, since we already recorded like five episodes uh, so we yeah. asked people uh, do they have long no no so they said they had 10 year plans for themselves oh that's good it's very good uh, then i'm probably the only one who doesn't no so yeah uh, since you said uh you just made sure you were happy during your career so yeah. how do you how do you make like do you you so you don't have any long term plans or do you or is okay, it just so personal after time does it become more personal rather than career oriented good point uh, that's a very they very nicely put question i think um, i think somewhere down the line your priorities start changing a little bit so i think if you ask me for a 10 year plan there's definitely a big portion of family in that and then work wise all i can say is i do see myself rising to management level and being more of a like i said a leader slash manager and less of the day to day person um whether it's within this field or whether i start my own dance school that's yet to be seen or maybe both maybe both that's where the clarity is a bit lacking but i do see myself continuing um in the field for at least a few more years because i feel like the run has been good and so when you say how do i measure my happiness i guess do i still feel like waking up and going to work the next day do i like okay. what i am expecting do i have something interesting to look forward to over the next few weeks yes so that means i'm kind of okay is it creeping into my personal space and is it um, or is there a work life balance for now yes uh so i think these are kind of the parameters in which i'm measuring it the day these things flip around maybe i'll make my decision differently hmm understood uh what advice would you give to college kids right now is it enjoy just, enjoy <laughs> no uh, no for sure no no i enjoy is definitely there like you will not get these years back so definitely enjoy but of course uh, do make the most of what you can learn 
I think going back to the point that you guys have access to so much information, utilize it. I think uh, I think make your decision, make your career decisions well. Try to talk to as many people as you can. Again, goes back to networking, right? I don't think we did enough of it. Our generation, even though only 10 or 15 years before you, was not very good at it. I think now you have all these opportunities to it, but thoroughly enjoy your college life. You are not going to get this back. This is the best time of your life. But one more thing, yeah, I think going back to the same advice I gave for career as well, I think just stay humble. Okay. Be open to learning always. Uh, actually, I just, uh, probably one of the last questions. Sure. Uh, I've always wanted to know a bit about uh, how networking works. Like, uh, so I've been to conferences and competitions quite a bit, like internationally. And networking is something I have personally struggled with. Like you put me in a room with uh, 100 people and I, I'll just go to one corner and stand there mostly. Uh, probably I've who been I there have. and done that. Yeah, so I went as a 19-year-old kid to Singapore. And uh, yeah, it was mostly people who I didn't know from Singapore, Hong Kong, USA, London and all that. And yeah, I felt very intimidated. So what do you do in such a case? I think, um, so I think uh, to be honest with you, even three years ago, I would have felt exactly the same way. So it took me a very long time to start doing this. Even though I was told every day in my MBA that I needed to network, my internship interviews, etc., all of them required networking. I was very bad at it. But I think, um, see, when I say network, uh, there's a couple of ways you can do it. So of course, when you're young and when you're starting out, you don't know enough, right? So it's not that you can go and make a very... Sometimes we feel nervous because, because we, don't we feel we don't have any value to add. Yeah, yeah. That too. We don't know the right questions to ask. So I think the first, of course, the first guidance is do some research before you go. It's it's a little counterintuitive because the purpose of networking is to learn more. And then I'm telling you, learn before you go. It doesn't make sense. But in the initial stages, that still is necessary because while it's while you are going there to ask questions, but you can't ask a very unguided question sometimes. So do a little bit of research. Ask them what further you want to know, which you couldn't find out from your Googling or from your internet research. Sometimes the questions are genuine and very honestly, sometimes the questions are not genuine. And it's completely okay because when you're in, I mean, you're just 19 years old. I don't think I ever networked when I was 19 because my questions were not genuine. What you can do, and I think this is one thing I've noticed, when you talk to a lot of senior people, they are very proud of their achievements, right? They've done things over their life. They're very proud of their achievements. So one of my, I'm uh, sharing my secret. Sometimes you just get them started on a conversation about what they have done. They love talking about it. They, you don't even need to, you just need to spark the conversation and it goes on. So sometimes if you know what this person has done, get them started and you will hear plenty and plenty from them. That's it. And they know you now, suddenly. They know you're the guy who asked them. And some of I, and honestly, even today, a lot, it's okay to feel that some of it is not natural. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's like you're faking it for at least some time. It feels like, yeah. And I think it's because of our education system. See, the thing is, we have always had these barriers in our schooling system where the teacher is a teacher. We are at a much uh, more humbled and lower level mm -hmm. and we look up to them. Nothing wrong with that. We respect them. And this whole uh, attitude of questioning and arguing has not come with us. And this this attitude of like talking to strangers. I mean, we are told not to talk to strangers because, you know, for security reasons. 
so it's a very diff it's a big difference in the culture because of which we find this artificial uh what i've noticed and what i actually do like about americans is even as kids they talk to everyone like they say hello to everyone on the street so it comes to them naturally and that's why they don't find this as artificial so i think it it, it develops with time so initially it will feel unnatural it's okay let it feel unnatural do your research and get this get this get the senior person really started about what they've done in life and about their achievements and they will do the talking you don't need to do it anymore so that's how it works uh, that's just a quick way of getting through and i think with time it will become natural hmm. so okay. uh, with time because you are also involved in that field so for example if i want to talk to my boss i think it comes a little bit more naturally because i will talk to him about my day to day yeah it's just staying on the topic of networking and uh, getting to know more people what about the use of uh, linkedin especially in today's age i think it wasn't very prevalent in your time especially as a fresh oh, graduate yeah but what have you seen instances of uh, people creating their own personal brand today and uh, that helping them yeah actually to be honest with you um, banking is a slightly different field firstly sorry going back to when i finished facebook was also new for us hmm. so we were in a different we were in a different generation so linkedin was not a thing at all for us um but i'm telling you from passive stories that i've heard and banking is a very different field we're still kind of uh, hardcore one on one conversations meeting people over coffees or drinks if i if that's allowed that's it's a very different field and everything is word of mouth but extending from the same thing i do see that people in marketing and strategy and consulting have been building a lot of their brands over over linkedin there's a lot of meaningful articles shared uh, people reach out to each other on linkedin and say hello can we have a, uh, for example networking again they find all these interesting profiles and they tell them can you have a can you have coffee with us and interestingly people have been responsive to it i mean i for example if you send me a message i probably have nothing much to gain from going for coffee with you but i think people have been quite responsive in that sense and saying okay i want you know this kid has reached out to me and i'm happy to go for coffee with him and find out what they are doing in this generation and what they want to know from me so it's actually a pretty open two way discussion so i think it's it's a good idea i have Got seen it. some of my uh, i have a friend whose sister actually pursued this route strongly she was doing her mba here in hong kong and i think she's she spent less time on campus and more time meeting people through linkedin and i think it worked very well that is very interesting it is something that uh, i think more indians need to do uh, but again yeah. the cultural barrier thing comes in again i think yeah it's not very easy for us indians i think it's improving now but um, i think you think in your, you think in your head that why why would that guy come and have coffee with me that's what goes precisely I, i would have thought exactly the same but i see the surprising responses and they are very good uh, so that brings us to a question the concluding question which we ask all our uh, guests uh, in your case if you were 15 years ago <laughs> uh talking to anu of uh, just graduating from dc maybe uh, what would you tell her about uh, life itself life in general oh my god definitely <laughs> it's 5 years ago so i can't help it no 15 is fine to i think networking is exactly what i would have told her because i was a very shy shy is not the right word i was still talkative but talking at a personal level was very different from talking about profession and work and school um i think i would have told her to take more risks one and i would have told her to network more 
would you have told would you have done anything different in your career or would it be the same probably yes i could um, if i pull back to that time maybe i would have researched no i definitely um, i the same open mind that i'm asking you guys to keep i think i should have dwelled a little bit more on that at that point of time maybe spent more time researching my options uh, my decisions uh, maybe i would have landed up with the same decision but uh, i think it would have been a more researched and well thought of decision so yeah to be more open to be more risk taking and to network more these three things i would have definitely told myself maybe my career path would have been slightly different okay got it so i'll uh, keep all that in mind when i'm making my decisions <laughs> uh right. yeah so that brings us to the end of uh, this episode so yeah it was a very great time talking to you i had a really great time uh, i but hope I'm you did i'm glad you liked it i i'm sure this episode will benefit our guests a lot i okay. hope you had a good time talking to us as well no i'm i'm happy i'm happy kids your generation are actually spending all this time to talk to other uh, people and find out how to think about life and career uh, all the best to all of you i hope you make good decisions so that was it from this episode of the other side hope you guys enjoyed it you can find us on instagram at the other side underscore podcast and you're more than welcome to ping us with feedback regarding the episode and regarding any guests you would love to hear from meanwhile stay safe hit that follow button Share this episode with your friends and stay tuned for more. Adios and see you again soon.